Heaven. And I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. Whoop, the crowd whoop, goes crazy. Whoop, 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 They're whooping it up. It's <laughs> <laughs> an excellent crowd. <laughs> and they're so, you know. <laughs> they're in tune. They're in step. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, so we hope that you all enjoyed our 101st episode celebration. 101st. You did it. I did it. I said it without loving it. And you, you know it what? It just does not, my tongue will not let me do the thing. But it literally just did the thing. You're right. You just gotta, you just gotta <laughs> recognize and big up yourself when you do the thing. Yes. Um, That's what, all about what the 101 to say. <laughs> That's exactly what the 101 is all about. <laughs> say it with your chest. I'm <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I am so proud. So we told y'all that we were so excited to celebrate our 101s that we have so much content that we couldn't even get it all into one episode. And that a little bit later we was gonna hit y'all with the hit y'all with the bonus. Yeah. Right? Hit them with the bonus. Hey. Hit them with the bonus. Hey. Hit them with the bonus. Hey, ready? So guess what this is, y'all? It's bonus. It's time. the bonus! Y'all ready for this? <laughs> so what is in this bonus episode? Ooh, ooh. So we get a chance to talk with our fellows, our audio production fellows here at BuzzFeed. Yes, known also as the Fellies. The Fellies. Fellies is a term coined by our producer, Julia Ferlin. Oh, pod mom. And she chose that phrase because it means happy in Portuguese. Yes. Also, it doubles as a very nice gender neutral shorthand for fellows. Yeah. So... Uh, we don't have to say fellas or fellows. <laughs> we can say fellies. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. So we're going to hear from the fellies and then we're going to do a Heaven and Tracy pew pew pew. Yes. Pew 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 pew. It's lit. Let's do it. So we are now in the studio with the fellies, Agaranesh Ashagre and Alex Laughlin. Hi, ladies. Hi. What up, what up? So y'all are usually on the other side of the studio. Yes. Did y'all get lost? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? We what just stumbled in. in. We just stumbled in. Aww. No, so we have a special surprise that we've been working on for y'all to celebrate 100 episodes. Yes. Um, and both Alex and I have been listening to the show since like day one. Yes, Aww. we found um, the tweets. Yes, we found our day one tweets from 2015. <laughs> so we thought it would just be cool to like share our stories, but also we called up some fans and like they just told us about how much they love the show and how these first 100 episodes like what it has meant to them so we have some tape from them but we also have our own stories we want to share and so Alex you can kick it off so I have been listening to another round since day one um, and I actually came to your first live show at the Green Space um, at the very first Women's Work It Festival Um, and Actually, the week before that, I had accidentally bought two tickets to the show instead of one. And so I tweeted, tagging you guys, hey, I have an extra Another Round ticket. Does anyone want it? The Another Round account retweeted it, and this guy slid into my DMs. <gasps> um, we ended up <laughs> we ended up going to the show together. Oh, my and gosh. Look at us bringing people together. <laughs> and we ended up dating for a couple of months. What? Um, and the most important part of this story is that he gave me my first microphone that I started my first <gasps> podcast with. Oh wow. My God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Those tissues are too far away. <laughs> <laughs> we tripping. 
I I kept the microphone, but not the boy. Um, (laughs) Kept the important part. (laughs) So now I'm here, and I'm working with you guys. Yo, it's amazing. That's like a rom com waiting to happen. But also, that rom com. I too went to another round show in 2015. Did not meet anyone, so I feel like y'all owe me one. I'm just saying, I feel like y'all owe me one. Um, but for me, like when I started listening, I was a senior in college at Louisiana State University, which is hella white. In case y'all didn't know, um, and I feel like the show kind of came at like the perfect time because it had been like four years of just being worn down by being like at a PWI and I was I knew I wanted to get into media but like had no job lined up for after college and it just started listening to this show and like hearing you Tracy just talk about like your PWI struggles and like seeing that you made it onto the other side <laughs> and then like heaven the episode with Hannah like I to this day don't think I've felt as seen in any piece of media as, like, the episode with Hannah Gyogis, um, who is now one of my closest friends. <laughs> and, like, Kevin it just... We were, we were watching a secure together. We were. We were a couple weeks ago. But, wow. like, that episode, like, to an Abisha girl in Louisiana who, like, had no idea if there was going to be a place in media for me on the other side, like, that episode meant so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so wow. then, like, two years ago this week, I started, like, my first internship in New York, was making $9 an hour and Ooh. living Ooh. living in a convent to save money. Okay. <laughs> wow. A real convent? An, actual, like, uh, an actual convent with nuns in it. What? That's a story for another day. That's a story for another day. No. (laughs) But um, act three. (laughs) I wish. I wish. But um, (laughs) that was actually two years ago to this week, and like around that time, Stacey Marie's episode was on, and she had this one quote that I feel like captures what this show has meant like over the past couple years for me um she said the mere sight of seeing a woman who looks like you doing things that you aspire to is transformational at the cellular level Mm. and like that resonated with me so deeply and I just felt like episode after episode like that's what this show was during a time that was like so confusing and like uncertain um and then fast forward to like working with y'all and helping put together the New Orleans live show And, like, getting to go back home and, like, put this show out and, like, thinking about where I was two years ago, confused as hell, to, like, now doing what I really love. And, like, the fact that the show had been a part of that every step of the way was, like, that was, like, a really big full circle moment for me. So, Aww. thank wow. y'all. I'm not going to survive <laughs> yeah. this part. Heaven's already happening. I'm holding strong so far. That means so much. It does. Made it. Like, what do you even say? I know. And what really excited me was getting a chance to talk to so many other listeners who had similar stories of just how the show has been a part of their lives and in different challenging times and happy times. And the first person we spoke to is named Elba. And her story touches on a theme that came up in most of our conversations with listeners, which is mental health. And she took us back to a time where she started taking medicine for some of her own mental health challenges. But as she was taking her first pill, she was feeling scared and shameful. Um, But she got through it. Here's what she told us. Tracy in Heaven's voice was just ringing my ears. And it wasn't one specific thing, but I just remember, I kept remembering, like, drink some water, take your meds and call your person. And then I just remembered all the times that I, I heard him talking about mental illness and mental health challenges. And it didn't make me any less scared, but it made me feel okay. It made me feel normal. It made me feel like I could do it too. Like I could definitely do it. And I'm just grateful for that push. 
Elba, we're so proud of you. Congratulations. So the next listener we talked to is Aya, and she kind of was my favorite person we talked to. She is a pre-med student in Washington State at a really, really, really white school. Um, but she grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas, and actually went to Central High School, which is mm. the school that the Little Rock Nine integrated. So she called us from the back room of the ice cream shop in Little Rock <laughs> where she's working over the summer, and she's worked there like since high school. Um, she's just hustling, and we really, really love her. So... Uh, the move from Arkansas to Olympia was really difficult for me because I went from being like steeped in history and like knowing all of that to just a completely new place. And it was different. For the most part, I was like kind of not self-caring <laughs> properly. I would just like do homework, come back to my room and then remember in the morning like, oh, I'm brown. I miss brown people. But <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> When I started like hardcore listening to another round, it was as a way to kind of wake myself up in the morning. My junior year of college, I was taking this really intensive program at my school that was like chemistry, biology, and physics all in one. And there were 60 people in my class and I was the only black woman in that classroom. And so like after like the first week of class, I just felt not only like mentally and academically exhausted, but I didn't realize like how just visually not even seeing myself represented like drained me on a whole nother level of energy I didn't even know I could be drained on. And so I just remember waking up, going into my second week of school, and I was like, oh, okay, let me just put another round on in the background to just keep, you know, just keep myself awake. And it became so much more than keeping myself awake, just actually like laughing that early in the morning oh my god the endorphins I got were ridiculous from that <laughs> and I was able to actually like sit in class and feel like all right there are actual black people like Heaven and Tracy out there in the world that are being happy I can sit in this classroom and make it through the next couple of hours mm-hmm. um and so it became like a weekly ritual for me and when I was feeling really crappy I would just remember ah, another round Yo. Oh my okay. gosh. You said these were kids. <laughs> I know. Why did you lie? <laughs> the lie. The lie. <laughs> we're just so Aww. proud of Aya. Like, she is going to be an OBGYN. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. Literally delivering babies, bringing new humans into the world. So Aww. proud of her. Aya, please convince everybody to name their kids after us. <laughs> uh, Aya, congratulations. Yes. Thank you for listening. We see you, girl. I know. And if y'all weren't listening to us, we would just be yelling at each other drunk in like a really big shoebox <laughs> which would be weird so thank you um so our last story is something that made me really excited it's two friends morgan and elisa they met in grad school but they've been long distance for a while because morgan has been based in the u.s while elisa loves to travel so she's been based in france that's where she was when we spoke to her um, but the story they brought to us was one time when morgan visited elisa when she was doing some research in cote d'ivoire and so she was having like a really hard time adjusting and like would listen to another round like just to kind of like keep her happy and like keep her going um so we got them both on the phone to like talk about the show and like how it helps them like keep in touch even though they're so far away from each other so morgan kicks it off and she started by telling us about this night she visited elisa in cote d'ivoire and just how they spent like an entire night like binging another round because the electricity had gone out um (laughs) so this is morgan and elisa It was the last night I was there, so it was kind of emotionally froth. And the power had gone out, so it was just very hot, and we were just kind of killing time before we had to go to the airport. And she was like, oh, let me play you 
an episode of this podcast that I've been talking about. So I just have this memory of laying on her bed in the dark with her iPhone, the only sort of glowing object in the room, and listening to Tracy read some of her tweets and just, I mean, we were just like (laughs) belly laughing, just dying laughing. It's um, episode 47, Don't At Me. It's Bim's um, like debut episode, which also was like classic because we both adore her too. And then since then, back in February, we actually went to a live taping at the Bell House in Brooklyn together. Well, it was amazing because Bim was one of the guests. So we were like, we like lost our stuff because it was like, we felt like it was one of our anniversaries. And can I also say that um, another round is just, I mean, we all know this, but it's just like such a special space that they kind of create um, together and that they include you in. And it was truly something that would just like kept, helped me like keep it together and know that there was like a space where you could keep it, like where you could just be you. It's 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 phenomenally important in that regard. I would tell them just keep doing what they're doing and like please never. Well, okay, they can stop doing the podcast someday, but wait for both of us to get through grad school. So that's <laughs> yes, <I'm> listen. <laughs> so that's Morgan and Elisa. Um, yeah, they were super sweet and fun, and they had all these little moments from the show, like how they even start saying to each other, like, listen, or like, I'll allow it, and like, things like that, and they're like, those are definitely, they were like, those are definitely things we got from the show, and like, there's, yeah, there's just so many other moments that they, like, have picked up that they just truly appreciate, and it's something that, like, means a lot to them in their friendship, so Mm. we thought it was really cute just how... It has, like, you know, brought people together, and it was super sweet to talk to them. Oh, yay, friends. Yes. yes. I love all the stories about people's friendships and how they meet yes. through the show, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's lovely. Like, I always say to myself, it would be so cool if two people, like, met and fell in love because they listened to the show. <laughs> it's but honestly, I mean, true. Well, yeah. I don't know if they fell in love. I don't want to speak to right, them. Right, right, right. Let us not editorialize it. <laughs> yes. But, like... I get more excited at just like friends being made and born. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah, this was beautiful and so kind and so sweet. And I'm so glad that we know the two of you. You yes. have been a bright Aww. spot. Thank Where you, are the you. tweets? I was waiting for day one tweets. Oh, you want to oh. see the day one tweet? Okay, so mine was, <laughs> I am pro this. And then... <laughs> An Obama gif that says, can I live? I don't know. But I remember where I was when I was listening to this. I was in a gym in D.C. And I remember, like, hearing Durga (laughs) talking about her name. Mm. I, I, like, have imprinted on that memory. So mine was, like, part tweet, part Instagram post. I was like, this is going to be a cross-platform effort. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Give us that (laughs) cross-platform. All right. Um. This was like pre-brown praise hands emoji. So this is like the yellow, the yellow praise hands. My new favorite podcast. Hashtag another round. And then the Instagram post connected to it is just like a screenshot of like my episode one. And yeah, this was back when like I was listening, like walking from like French to like English and stuff, and like just laughing out loud and everyone thinking I was weird. <laughs> but now it's like laughing out loud in a cafe editing the episode. Aww. And it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. I but will allow it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This is such a beautiful full circle. Yeah. Aww. And this is such a sweet 
a sweet surprise. Yeah, yes. we've been working on it for a couple weeks now in secret. Oh, and so we wanted to, to <laughs> <laughs> wanted to surprise y'all and give we y'all cried, a little something. We cried in every single interview. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, oh this is so good. Yeah, oh. yeah. There's another round of for the best. They mm-hmm. really, yeah. really are. Thank the two of you for doing this. Yes. Thank you for helping to make the show better, which you do every day. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everybody who called in and, and gave them stories to cry about. Yes. Uh, I'm two tissues in. How about you? <laughs> Three. Four. <laughs> <Crumple> together. <laughs> that was wonderful, y'all. We love you. Love y'all. Love you. Yeah. So, Heaven, I don't know if you know this, but now is the time for a little segment that we like to call Pew Pew Pew. Is this a joint pew pew pew? It's a joint pew pew pew. Ooh. Ha ha. Tee Ha ha ha. <laughs> um, so, fuck it. Let's just have a free for all. Okay. Pew questions. Okay. Would you rather let a white woman do your hair for four years or mm. let a white woman vote for you in the election? No. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not how would you rather works. <laughs> Next question. Um... That's those are both really awful things, and I'm <laughs> a little concerned at how your brain came up with that. Okay, since we started with would you rather, would you rather have? Oh no! <laughs> you said this would be fun. I'm having a blast. <laughs> I don't know about nobody else. Would you rather have? Would you rather have titties for elbows oh. or titties for knees? You have to pick one. So you still have your regular. Your regular boobs. But in addition, either your knees or your elbows are also titties. In the same, like they have a titty? <laughs> like there's a titty or on your elbow. It's like there's a titty a on your other elbow. On no, your elbow. yeah, no. It's like a it's full a, boob. It's like at least a B cup. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like I prop my my head on my <laughs> shoulder, or my hands, and put my elbows oh on the table gosh. a lot. So I would love some cushion on that. Mm. You don't think it would like hurt the boobs though? I got a lot to work with. <laughs> I mean, at least the B cup. It's a little cushion. <laughs> okay, would you like? So when you wore like short sleeve stuff, would you put like bra, like a bra cup on them? <laughs> you just gonna let them like swing free? I will. I'll wear a pasty. <laughs> Be modest. <laughs> As Kendrick said, be <laughs> humble. <laughs> Sit down. What video games do you have nostalgia for? Mario Kart. Mm. Oh my gosh. I got into so many near death altercations. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> over games of Mario Kart. I get it I get so angry. <laughs> I just get so violent. And like the worst part is the fucking blue shell, right? Because mm. you can be Mm. killing it all game all game you hugging that this is not me (laughs) one might kill it (laughs) one could do such a thing (laughs) and then out of nowhere some some loser in the back gets a sympathy blue Mm. shell Mm. and then bam that's me (laughs) (laughs) usually it is (laughs) but um no super super mario kart has my heart forever Mm. mario kart has my heart no what's the worst professional advice you've ever gotten be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good advice. Is it not? That's the advice I give everybody. Be authentic to yourself is good advice. Okay. But being yourself in a job interview is not going to get you a job necessarily. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just saying it's not like I necessarily believed it when someone said that to me. Yeah. I interpret it the way you, you give it. Yeah. But sometimes people just act like you have nothing to worry about. I'm like, no, research. Yeah, there are. Hit your P's and Q's. There are factors at work here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Be okay. heavily researched. <laughs> Don't be yourself. Um, Oprah walks in here right now with a check. Hands it to you, says make something. Ooh. What do you make? What's the first thing you make? I take a year off and make nothing. You have to make something. I take a year off, make nothing, relax, make something on my own timeline <laughs> <laughs> with Oprah's money, obviously. <laughs> I don't like making art under a pressure time. You know so what? I'm going to take my time. Fair. What do Fair. you make? A sandwich. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> that was a good answer. That was a good answer. What is your go-to Snapchat filter? Lately, is any one of the little woodland creatures. <laughs> I would be so cute. It's like a little bunny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I do really like the neon bunny ears one. Okay. Okay. I think I look particularly adorable in that one. My favorite thing is to put that one on and then get on Snapchat and like spit some biggie lyrics or something. (laughs) It's the world's cutest bunny. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Ooh. The last good date you've had. Actually, no. Let me take that back. When's the last time you've been on a date? Oh. That long. It huh? wasn't great. <laughs> well, when was it? Well, I would say like a month ago. Okay. Not bad. Um, on paper, we have all of the things in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when we were hanging out, I'm like, oh. Pulling teeth. I'm bored, I think oh, is the feeling. Oh, yeah. Frequently, I find myself with, when I am... Attempting to date a heterosexual male. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is a struggle (laughs) at any point in your life. I ask myself, is he shy or boring? That's a that's a thing. <laughs> that was that was the summary of my last date. You need scientific like research to figure that right? out. Right. Let's get to the core of his being. Yeah. <laughs> Shy or just boring. Right. Right. <laughs> like I'm not mad at giving you a little room to kick it, figure yourself out, yeah. get comfortable. Gotta get used to each other. Exactly. Exactly. We all at some awkward. point something's gotta give. Hmm. Something's gotta give. I feel like we should just date each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be fun. Ooh. If a bartender was to make a drink. And name it after you. What would be in it, and or what would it be called? Oh man, if I'm being true to myself, there's probably some Malibu in there. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up juice, as they call it. <laughs> it's called I'm a baby. <laughs> oh yeah, let me get a I'm a baby. <laughs> you gotta say it like that though for the for the bartender to register it. I'm sorry, what like, was I'm that? Sorry, the what? <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> exactly. I drink it. What would you drink, or what would your signature drink be? Um, it would have bourbon in it, mm-hmm. um, and it would be named something that's like, like way too like gangster and thug and punk rock. Okay, like it would have like really beautiful ingredients like <laughs> prosecco, juniper, juniper, <laughs> rosemary, and it would be called like the you ain't want these problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ain't want these problems with juice. It's called a tech nine. Oh. <laughs> we get a tech nine with extra mango in it. Ooh. You know? Yes. I Something that the seems shit out of that. more dangerous than it is. Oh. It's me. Ah. Psych. It's a Tracy. <laughs> when you're picking your nail polish color, mm-hmm. do you choose based on mood or outfit or something else? 
Okay, my biggest glow up this year, I think, mm-hmm. besides like regularly going to therapy, <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> is that I've been coordinating my hair calendar with the production calendar. You have a hair. <laughs> oh, hair is in like appointments for braids. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just sort of like we have a production calendar. I'm like, oh, these months we're traveling. Mm-hmm. What do I want the look to be? Right, right. So sometimes I will coordinate the nails with the look. Oh. But that's only if I have that kind of vision. I I aspire to that all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't reach it all the time. Okay. So sometimes it's just a very, very of the moment mood. Mm. Like this second, what, what color am I feeling? Mm-hmm. So when your nails are purple, mm. what are you feeling? You know, I don't really know how I choose now that you're asking me this. Mm. How do you choose? Almost always on mood for sure. So what does purple mean to you? Purple for me is like very like kind of regal, sort mm. of. Like very like mature and professional. But you also be doing colors I don't even think about. Like, like what? gray, bitch. Yo. You be slaying the gray. <laughs> I don't Grays. ever even think to choose gray. Yeah. I like to I like to play around. So grays and neutrals for me are more like adult, sexy, okay, but like Okay, okay, grown and sexy vibes. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit them with a gray. <laughs> oh. Pink is for when I'm feeling very girly. Okay. Kind of feminine and flirty. Mm. Tee hee. Um, red means I'm ovulating and you need to get out of my way. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like red is such a staple nail polish color. <laughs> mm, red for me, I very much have like the Victorian like image of like red. Like if you see the a character with the yeah, <laughs> she had a red ribbon in her hair. <laughs> it's like oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, um, and then black means either fuck everything or fuck it up, fuck it up. Mm. Would you rather have peanut butter permanently stuck to the top of your mouth? Oh my god. Or always have that I just ate a bunch of Captain Crunch feeling at the top of your mouth. <laughs> One. Choose one. Man, these are both very unfortunate mouthular situations. <laughs> mouthular. One is painful. One is just annoying. Which one is one's painful. painful? And the Captain Crunch mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could all be painful. But peanut butter, you could always be like trying to. Nah, nah, nah. I can't live that no, way. I'm these noises I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. Um, I'm gonna go with Captain Crunch mouth because I survived childhood, which means. <laughs> I've I've lived my life that you way. You too can survive Captain yeah. Crunch Mouth. Yeah. Um, okay, one last question. Um, can we take a girls' trip and where do you want to go? Yes. Okay. Um, I know you already went to France. <sighs> I need to go I, back. I just want to be some niggas in Paris. Is Yo. that so much to ask? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, let's go right now. <laughs> All right, bye. We can expense it. Bye. Let's <laughs> <laughs> for work. Thank you so much for listening. Um, follow our fellies. You can follow Agaranesh Ashagre on Twitter at Agaranesh. That's A-G-E-R-E-N-E-S-H. And Alex Laughlin on Twitter. You can follow her at Alex Laughs, which is adorable. <laughs> and uh, I think we should keep this party going and go find some more liquor. Ooh. Bad. <laughs> We did it! Yay! I'm trying to do more air horns. Please. Get so upset. <laughs> we did it again! Hey! <laughs> As usual, we want to give a shout out to the Pod Squad. Pod Squad. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't make the sound effects. <laughs> 
kind of sad. Sounds like a turtle was dying in my throat. <laughs> Shout out to the pod squad. Pod squad. Bye, bye, bye. Yes. Oh, you got a little uh, unsure at the end. I, know. I gotta, you know what? You Believe gotta in yourself. Through. You gotta follow through. <laughs> it's okay. Next time we'll be better. Shout out to the pod squad. Heaven's air horn is back. <laughs> I feel like you sound more confident now with the air horn. I hope. Someone's hope been so. practicing. <laughs> Shout out to the Poet Squad. Poet Squad. Burr, 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 burr. Mine is sick. Ooh. <laughs> I, I thought I had a little funk beat to it. Oh. <laughs> Got a tuba in the back. <laughs> oh, yours got sad it. <laughs> As usual. Also, shout out to the. Poet Squad. Burr, burr, burr.